Well, aid is getting into Gaza during this ceasefire at the rate of around 200 trucks a day, but demand is far greater than supply. And the World Health Organization has warned that many more people could die from disease if the health system isn't repaired quickly. For more on the humanitarian situation, we are joined by UNICEF uh, spokesperson James Alder, who is in Gaza. Hi there, James. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, Andrew. So 200 trucks a day of aid getting in. Um, I almost know the answer to this, but is this enough? It's the right type of aid. There's no... I was on a convoy today to the northernmost point and the desperation is is immense. It's exasperating, to be honest. But, you know, so it's food, it's water, it's medical supplies, everything from trauma than to, to, to for women who are giving birth. Um, but it's not enough. Usually we get 500 trucks a day into Gaza, commercial and humanitarian, and obviously it's been blocked for a long time and this place has been devastated for the last six or seven weeks. Ingrid, it's a, it's, it's a war zone. I've not... I don't, can't recall if I've ever seen anything like it. So it's not enough, and this is why the pause has to continue. Yeah, what, what are your hopes, or are you optimistic that that will happen? I think I have to be. I think we have to be. It would be. It just would seem callous and cold that we could go from the, the devastations that occurred and, and suddenly turn to doing, doing more of that. Uh, I, I don't I really understand. I think that the idea that the destruction of Gaza and killing of more children could possibly bring peace. So get those Israeli children home, get the hostages home, end that torment um, once and for all, but don't possibly then double down on, on the poor children of Gaza, the, the million displaced, the, the thousands or, or who've already been killed. I think people, if I talk to a mother who's lost a child, her husband, her job, her car, her home, all she's got left is hope. The World Health Organization warning that more people could die from disease if the health system isn't repaired. I mean, is any of this aid sufficient to get that health system up and running again? So, I mean, if I look at the, you know, the sanitation, the sanitation systems are broken down, of course, because it's just, you know, 24-7 almost attacks for 50 days. So, you know, I mean, a hospital that's a war zone, you've got children with the wounds of war outside the hospital, you know, lying on a, on a, in a car park or something with doctors working 24-7 with what they've got. So getting clean water going again is, is fundamental, but equally you need systems to start again. We need sanitation system to, to go again, the water system, the desalination plants, a lot more medicines to come in. So it just all points to one thing. I mean, as a, as a Palestinian said to me, this is a nightmare. We're, we are at ground zero. We can't possibly go get worse from here. Like we don't have any resources anywhere with all to, for it to be any worse from here now. So, you know, there is a, an immense desperation, almost a collective darkness over this place. So the aid is the right aid. And if it continues with horrors coming, the disease on the ground. We might just leave it there. Your line is just starting to break up a little bit there. That is uh, UNICEF spokesperson uh, James Elder in Gaza talking about the humanitarian situation, how uh, grateful they are for the aid that has made it in, but how much more is needed there. It is uh, 23 minutes to 8 now.